0: Hey, Brandon. Hey, Alan. And welcome to Dice Over
1: Everything, the miniatures gaming podcast.
0: So you know people who take up, like, running, and they just, like, they do so much running, and you're like, dude, that's that's crazy, and then eventually, after, like, five, six years, they start developing knee problems? You know a lot of people like that?
1: Uh, no? Is that cause but, we're- Wait, but do I? <laughs>
0: No, do not we, really. Cause do we know job.
1: anyone that we both know that has those issues?
0: Mm, no, not that we both know. No, I think I just probably know more.
1: I, back issues, maybe. Oh, from like lifting,
0: things. from like doing super heavy weightlifting?
1: No, from grabbing people.
0: Oh, that sport. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the the jujitsu people, exactly. Yes. I don't know if what, well, I was thinking more of like those people who are like taking up running, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get super healthy. And then, but in reality, like, dude, you're gonna like destroy your destroy yourself, and then they just destroy themselves because they just they just weren't uh-huh. keeping their eye on the prize. Whereas I don't know if those jujitsu people are doing it for for health reasons. I think they have other motivations. No, they're doing that's it not, for
1: the love. Yeah, it's exactly, for the love of the game. For,
0: for the free hugs. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, when I was to get onto our actual frost grave, like we're doing the illusionist this week if people have read the title uh-huh. and like just going through their spells and like all the complimentary spells like the thought that kept going through my mind is like no just keep your eye on the prize there's so many things you could do but you've got to keep your eye on the prize so i don't know just going through that that's why i was that's we'll see <laughs> when we we'll see how that reflects on what we'll we see. decide well
1: here. here's the thing I am going to be doing an illusionist in our coming campaign for Frostgrave. So uh-huh. I will see if I will have kept my eye on the prize or if I will be like your runner friends where I just chose all the cool stuff and I'll mess
0: up in the end and crash and burn. Don't worry. Doing 15 kilometers a day is fine. Just just do it. Just go, <laughs> this- go for something crazy. Do something crazy. Don't. Don't, that's
1: okay. If, if
0: anyone dies in our here.
1: it won't be me. So I can always... Mm. You can always... That's one good thing about miniature games. You can always reset and... Uh, uh, yeah, just start again when you die.
0: Uh, except this so, going be a campaign. And it may be a whole year.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Oh I, oh, I know.
1: That's okay. I'll just start another campaign with some other people. Oh, okay. And run it concurrently. That's Anyways... With that said, uh, this uh, podcast is going to be another Frostgrave 101. And this time, as Brandon has already mentioned, we are doing The Illusionist. So we are continuing our uh, quest to finish all of the schools from Frostgrave. That's actually what I thought you were going to talk about. Like, are we going too hard? Are we doing too many podcasts about Frostgrave and we'll crash and burn halfway
0: uh no no we're going at a good pace so we're we're just going at like three kilometers
1: good that's true i think we'll make it yeah all All right right. so as usual we are going to go through all of the different spells of the illusionist and we're going to rate them uh with the normal uh what is it f to s Mm
0: -hmm. uh
1: and then uh s tier is obviously the top Uh, And then we will go through uh, the other spells that you might uh, want to take when you're starting an Illusionist. And some uh, possible builds you could take. And like I said, uh, because I'm going to be using the Illusionist next, I will fill in with uh, the actual things I will be taking.
0: Mm, Okay. I'll try to convince you to do some crazy shit, too.
1: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Just just so you have a better chance of, of winning the campaign. No. I should have
0: done that. I don't need to win two campaigns in a row. Uh,
1: you won the last one? I've already forgotten.
0: <laughs> sure, as long as I keep saying I did, I did. <laughs> All right. So All right. alphabetically, to the spells of the Illusionist.
1: All right. The first one is Beauty. So this is one where you, the spellcaster casts them on themselves, and it has a TN of 10. Uh, and basically what it does is whatever you succeeded on, or minimum of 14, uh, whenever some uh, other opponent's warband tries to attack the spellcaster, they have to first succeed on a willpower roll uh, equal to the TN that you succeeded on. So if you succeeded on a 16 or an 18... They need to roll a willpower 18 to try to engage you, attack you, or even cast spells that might affect you.
0: Yeah, and it keeps going for the whole game, too, as long as nobody dispels yep. it. it so.
1: doesn't go away. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think? Oh, one more thing. Mm-hmm. It does not work against war dogs, animals, or
0: anything from the beastiary. So, constructs as well. Yeah. So, at first, I want to just give it, like, a B for beauty, because that's just that's just so easy (laughs) but then i don't know i took it last round and also just the fact that it keeps going round to round Mm -hmm. uh, like makes it so useful it's it's not something that like you do it once it's fine like in the beginning of like leading up to really getting into the battle you can cast this and keep yourself so incredibly safe and you well it may not go that well but if it goes well you know exactly like how many how much you might be able to avoid so I would just give yes. this one, I would give it an A. Like, this is seriously good.
1: Yes, I would go A for beauty. Because it is just, like like you said, you cast at the beginning, and it allows you to, to be so much more effective on mm-hmm. all of your casting. Because you can almost move with impunity. And there are, especially in the new missions, there are so many missions where they ask you for your wizard or your apprentice to get into the middle of the, the feet of the the board right yeah,
0: and you want to yeah for extra you want to have some sort like of that. beauty mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. now the other thing that is probably making us value it higher is we generally play with three or four people which means there's a lot more guys that could possibly attack you. Yeah, you can Which get flanked at any makes, moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And having an ability not to, like, even if, when you make a mistake or you didn't see something, have, like, a backup where, you know, they, they leapt near you and then they still cannot engage you. Yeah. Um, that is a really big deal. So I think possibly, I don't know, we, we haven't really played too many, like, one-on-one games in the past little while. So I, I wonder if it—I it, think it is in between B and A, especially because, uh, as we have uh, said many times, uh, you know, uh, Animal Companion is amazing in, in uh, Frostgrave 2nd uh, Edition. And okay. there's a lot of Animal Companions and War Dogs as well. I think, it, I think the old beauty actually worked on War Dogs. Hmm. I'd have to go and check. Doesn't so matter. it's slightly, it's, 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 well, it's definitely worse now, right? Like, remember when we, when we said, you know, the construct army that is, um, you know, kind of hard to pull off, right? For the enchanter constructs, if you have a lot of them, it kind of messes around with uh, beauty, right? Although technically the thing that you're most care about, because you still don't want your, your wizard to be that close to, to enemies, is getting shot by a bow and arrow.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah if you're out there casting things into the field you don't want to get shot back in the face so
1: yeah yeah it Makes and
0: makes they only have think, like
1: one willpower in generally
0: yeah, it makes people think even makes people think twice about even trying to line it up They're like yeah it's not even worth trying to line yes. this up
1: exactly like uh, oftentimes for let's say the elementalist that we talked about before, right you would you would move your archer into a position just to see that wizard to take a shot well, they have to move and then they have to make a willpower roll and if they fail that and there's no one else in line aside because they move specifically to see your wizard it that guy loses his turn right yep so definitely
0: i kind of want to just call it b for beauty i know i did too but then when i thought about like i thought about other spells you would compare it to i'm like no because you cast it before you go in it's yeah you you
1: always want it and it's it's such it's so strong like if if you took this like for any caster as well not just just the illusionist because it's only tn10 Mm -hmm. you're kind of happy to cast it yeah fair
0: enough it's an a all right moving along to
1: all right blink Blink is a new spell for a second edition. It is TN 12, uh, but it has to be only cast uh, on a guy within 12 inches, so friendly or enemy. Uh, and then uh, if they they can't, so if it's an enemy, they can uh, make a willpower roll and uncultured creatures will always try to. Uh, but when you succeed on casting it, uh, that uh, model is moved four inches but in a random direction. Uh-huh. So, what do you think about this spell?
0: Uh, I think that random... Random's not good when it comes to this sort of thing. You In Frostgrave, yeah. you want to have a plan, and you want to execute the plan. What is, what is the plan of moving a guy in a random direction? <laughs> what is going on here? Like, what are you trying to achieve? So, I, my initial inclination, maybe I'm just comparing it to the other spells here, but I think it just falls into the sea. Maybe it's the I don't know if it's an F, but it's like I'm not sure what I'm trying to do here yeah. with
1: this. I I agree. I put it as C. Uh exactly what you said. It's random. Uh you also uh still have to do the willpower roll, right? But it's so high to cast as
0: well at twelve, and it's only twelve inches. Honestly, yeah, you could bring a dude closer I'm, to you. This this could get really ugly. Like if a guy comes for your work, yeah. your your wizard, and you cast it on him, oh, I'll make him go away. Oh, whoops, I, mm-hmm. I moved him closer to me.
1: Yeah. Or if you're casting it on a on your wizard or something, uh, and you oh, move instead boy. closer to them. Yeah. Right? right. Trying to escape or whatever, or an archer or whatever, a guy with a treasure, it yeah. might be totally terrible so i so i really don't understand this
0: when is it good though like i guess that's the question of when you avoid the how do you avoid the of avoiding an f there has to be a reason to do it in the game like does this have a reason should we be giving this an f it
1: might be an f honestly yeah i
0: I can't come up with the i really can't i i I
1: can't think of a count the only reason i didn't want to give it an f is because we no one takes it because mm-hmm. it's so obviously not that good and it's so high tn so maybe yeah. it actually is just an f because i okay. haven't seen it in play we have to to try it out mm-hmm. but then whenever i take it on like you know our one-off games
0: i just never cast it okay it so i think so, so there probably is an F. okay i'm going i don't know if there's a corner case or not but let's say one of the guys runs their dude into one of yours that's holding treasure who is trying to get away mm-hmm. you yeah. cast it into combat and now they break apart. Like, if you miss and you hit the wrong person, boy, well, it's a spit. No, 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 you work. don't have to.
1: You don't have, you don't to. have to. It always but, hits.
0: But you could basically get your guy out of combat, but there's better ways to get your guys out of combat. Yeah, you can just so, leave. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is... I mean, if you but don't have to They can move afterwards. Yeah, exactly. That's that's why, like, there's the corner case, but then they may just, like... If, you, if you're not the one to go first, they'll just get back into your guys. Yeah. So I don't...
1: I, I feel like it would be then. a lot better if it was literally just
0: you get to choose. Yeah, yeah, that's a good spell, but this is not that. So I think this might be an actually. F. It like, would be really.
1: I wonder if that was the entire thing. I wonder if it used to be you get to choose, and then it was too good. Or it's too much
0: like leap. It's too much like other spells. Well, it's only
1: four inches, and it works on both people, right? I
0: know, but there's only
1: suggests... twelve inches. Because there's what's up with the twelve inches? limit this is such a terrible spell i feel like there was two versions of this spell Mm because this is a new one right one was you got to choose the direction which is why there's all these limits and one was random and with all these limits like if this was a eight coster, and it was random and it was unlimited distance i would actually still think that's a decent spell Mm mm-hmm right because now you can do either it goes all the way it's easy to cast right
0: mm-hmm. but
1: as it is high casting so if you want to use this outside of illusionist you're not uh and then it's random like this is yeah. just terrible and only 12 inches is a terrible spell okay so it's it's down- I'm, I've I'm
0: downgrading it to an f2 yeah
1: yeah it's f tier okay we're
0: done with it then right. Done. <laughs>
1: All right, the next one is Fool's Gold. So this is a TN10. Uh, this is also a new one. I think it's actually, technically there was an old Fool's Gold, but the, it, it does something different this time. Yeah. So uh, you cast it on someone in line of sight, unlimited line of sight. I don't know why Blink is limited. Uh, unlimited line of sight, and uh, that person has to be carrying treasure.
0: Could it be your uh, guy?
1: It can be your own guy as far as hmm. I understand. Interesting. And if but they have to do a willpower roll. Mm-hmm. And so even if it's your own guy, they still have to do a willpower roll. If they succeed, or sorry, if they fail, uh you move that treasure token uh four inches from them. So they drop the treasure token and then it's moved four inches. And you get to choose.
0: Yeah, you get to choose huh.
1: Yeah, it's not random. Actually, it would still probably be good if it was random. Maybe, maybe they got mixed up. Blink and fools Ooh. gold. Who we'll knows? That ask. actually makes more sense. We'll to ask fools gold the being twelve inches out. of random. Yeah. And then, because that would be a lot, make a lot more sense sense for fools gold.
0: It would. Uh, instead of blink. Would. But that well, makes the spell instead, better. Cool
1: skull has all the benefits.
0: <laughs> Woo! All right, do you want to go first on this one? It sounds like you've already ranked it.
1: Yeah, it's an A. Yeah. Uh,
0: so is this is the one. This is close to S, obviously, oh,
1: yeah. because this is one of those things that you always want to do. Like we said, this game is about treasure, and escaping with treasure is such a big deal. Here's the thing: when you cast cool skull, does they fail willpower roll? They also so to pick up a treasure is an action. So if you literally just make them drop the 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 treasure like an enemy, they're losing an action. Mm-hmm. If all they all they have to do is pick it up and then move, they actually just lost an action right there. Yeah, like you move it four inches as well. Mm-hmm. That's a full action. Even if it's more than a full action, It's like three actions. Well, yeah, like all you do is drag the- it forward, right? Mm-hmm. So you, are half, you so people move half the speed, right, when they have treasure. So you all, if all you do is cast it on them, they fail the will, willpower roll, and you move it four inches directly back towards you. So they have to move towards the treasure, that's one action, pick it up, second action, and then move another distance to get back to where they were. And most people, if you have six or seven, you're only moving half that, so you're moving uh, three or 3.5 on your move so you actually technically have taken more than
0: three actions for most guys yeah like so much of the game involves like someone with the treasure getting rushed by someone by your opponent or you rushing your opponent's guy who has treasure then they end up yeah. fighting it out and you want you want to get that treasure out of that exchange as soon as possible yeah. which you're okay if that exchange keeps going but you just want the treasure out of there and this just lets you Pull the treasure out. Have someone else come in, and run off. Mm-hmm. And like you can send you. You have your good fighter tie the guy up, and you don't have to worry about winning. Like it's amazing. That's you're skipping so the many difficult steps of the game.
1: So good. It feels really, really good. And especially when people are fighting around the treasure, you can definitely like when someone's picked it up and is trying to run away, and yep. you know they're fighting around it. You can use that to like. Ah, so good what a great spell
0: yeah i, w- I want to see this played i don't th- we have not used this enough lately like this is one of the ones that like got me thinking keep your eye on the prize because so far we're just <laughs> like yeah killing power oh, like, wait a minute no if, this
1: if this is what you're talking about with keep your eye on the prize uh mm-hmm. i i have a feeling i know what your what your combos and shit will be we'll, we'll find out
0: yeah well i'm not playing an illusionist but we'll we'll see what comes yeah, will yeah. all right all right that one's easy a next easily one high a.
1: easy a high a mm-hmm. all right a plus i guess
0: sure uh
1: the next one is glow so this is a tn 10 and it's line of sight and if you succeed you don't they, the guy doesn't get a willpower roll uh it just all of the shooting attacks against them though are plus three for the rest of the game mm-hmm. what do you think
0: it basically mean it pushes you into the build of taking a bunch of shooting, which I mean, mm-hmm. if every fight attack against the guy was increased, that would be really, really busted. Mm-hmm. This though, like on the note of eye on the prize, like this isn't getting you treasure, and it's not necessarily like mm-hmm. winning you the combats, which usually usually get locked in combat more often than having shooting battles. So I think mm-hmm. this, I'm pushing this one as a B. Yep,
1: yeah, me as well. For the exact same reason. I think this is kind of like the enchanter uh, construct thing, where if you make a specific army, like, tailored around just spamming glow, Mm -hmm. you can make a pretty strong force, because glow, when you cast it on someone, it actually gives them plus three to hit and plus three damage, right? Because it's the same role. So it's very, very strong. But if some guy gets this cast on them... They can, A, just get into close combat. Mm-hmm. They can just run away, and or they can dispel it, right? And so there's a lot of ways that even if you cast it on them, like it's not necessarily going to kill a guy, but it does mean it's basically a death sentence if you shoot them three times or something like that, right? Yeah, if
0: they don't run away and they start getting shot by a whole bunch of guys. Exactly. Yeah, if, you, if you group activate with your, your wizard... You cast it on them. Low and all, everyone and then around the room. Oh the my slot.
1: god. Yeah,
0: they're oh, probably that, not That is that
1: So nasty. So you could probably kill but that's the thing, right? It's like if you think about it like a kill spell, mm-hmm. would you rather be casting glow or fireball? Uh, right? I'm because glow mm-hmm. kills one guy, but you need extra actions from your other yep. strong shooting guys to finish it off. Fireball doesn't necessarily it's not as much of a death sentence, right? because mm-hmm. but it'll severely damage that guy, and possibly it might just kill them anyways, right? Plus it hits all the people around it. so I feel like fireball I would generally rather be just casting fireball if I have a ranged thing,
0: mm-hmm. but at the
1: same time, if you cast glow on their wizard
0: they uh, may have to just <laughs> move very away. far away mm-hmm.
1: they, they cannot get uh you know you can't, they cannot allow you to get a beat on them with an archer yeah right or fireball if you have glow and fireball that's a pretty good combo too
0: mm-hmm. so yeah it's, it's usable but i mean it's not it's not a go-to spell
1: yeah i think i think like i said you gotta was it, it's technically possibly a c just because you want to combo it off but actually in general if it all it is is just giving you plus three D to shoot rolls for like a couple of shots it's still decent so i'd still give it a b yeah it's only just become super strong if you just tailor your army
0: for it. Yeah, I don't know if the Illusionist wants that or not. Anyhow.
1: Well, that's one of the issues with the Illusionist. We'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have so many good spells. <sighs> yeah. All right. Illusionary Soldier. So this has changed, I believe, as well. Uh, this is a TN-12, it's out of game or touch, so you can cast it, it's like a zombie basically, yeah. except that um, when you cast it uh, at the beginning, you get basically one extra Illusionary Soldier, uh, or you can cast it during the game and it, they appear right next to you. When you cast these soldiers, um, you can only have one on your team, but they act like like exactly like a soldier, except they can't do damage. They can't pick up treasure, mm-hmm. um, and you can't you can't do an apothecary. So you can't heal someone with an illusionary heal potion. Yeah, <laughs> no fake drinks. So yeah, so but besides that, they can engage people, they can support people, they can stop people from you know when they're engaged and things like that. Uh, they can push people back. Uh, the if they win, even though they don't do any damage. Uh yeah so what do you think?
0: I think it's a solid A, like because yep. getting tying people up for sure like there's so many spells where you try and cast them just to tie the guy up, and you have to succeed at the cast, and you have to yep. use up your actions in the game. This is out of game. You don't have to waste your yep. time during the game to make something happen. So just for sure, this there's, there's always spells you want to be casting every turn. If you get like an extra way of tying people up that you don't have to cast in the middle of the game amazing so
1: yep i agree i think these guys are amazing uh and they can push people back we were just i was just playing a game uh with the fountain the magical fountain where if you get pushed into the magical magical fountain you die uh illusionary soldier is really dangerous in that in that situation mm-hmm. uh and it could be an uh uh you know any kind of guy so you could do the six move fight three guys or or, or seven move uh fight fight three guys any soldier right yeah so really really strong uh, i guess the one other thing we didn't mention is that if they take one damage they disappear so
0: and they can't so yet, said that though mm-hmm. yeah
1: but if you take a knight they have an armor 13 so you still have to roll to damage mm-hmm. them before they actually do it, right? And a knight has four fight. So honestly, this is this this is kind of OP in my opinion. One of those spells where I'd be like, if this was weaker, I would still cast it. If it if there was no out of game, I would mm-hmm. still cast it in in game, right? So, uh, yeah. So no out of game, I feel like is probably the best nerf if, if if I was thinking about it. But this, this spell is so strong. This is another A plus spell in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not because you want to cast it in the game. It's just because extra, extra activations deny yeah, your opponent's activations. Guys.
1: And if they die, you can cast another one.
0: I don't know. There's so many other good spells to cast. I, I want this out of game.
1: I know that's the problem with the illusionist. You gotta, you gotta buy those books mm-hmm. so you can get all the spells. All right, next one, invisibility. So this is TN12, uh, and this is touch. So you have to be next to the person, or you can cast it on yourself, and you become invisible! So this is the classic D&D thing. Uh, No one can target you. Uh, But unlike Beauty, uh, you can cast spells that indirectly damage the person. So if you can cast a fireball on someone next to you, or a grenade, and damage them. Whereas Beauty, you can't even do that if you fail the willpower roll. But Invisibility, there's no willpower roll, because you can't see the guy. Nope. So, uh... And you can cast it on um, even someone else that you're next to. So you can cast it on a guy, make them invisible, and have them run up.
0: Yep.
1: And you can even cast it on people who have treasure, and then the treasure becomes invisible with the guy. So what do you oh, think gets, about
0: the spell? If he gets back to touch you. I think yeah, this if falls you under, go up to touch them. This is one of the ones where it's like, keep your eye on the prize, play the long game. I see the best mm-hmm. use of this, it's just like, sending someone as a missile over towards their valuable guys in the back like their wizard and their apprentice who are just trying to like do shenanigans and then you just pressure them out of their positions or like their guy gets the treasure and it's like oh he's just going to walk off by himself no you can't walk off by yourself when some like invisible knight is running you down so this is this is one of the ones where you set you just set the missile off and it just starts going towards the place where they don't want it to be it's just yeah. amazing.
1: Honestly, I think Invisibility is another ridiculously strong spell. So what's your rating?
0: Ooh, it's getting close to S, but I'm still just going A.
1: I think this is an A-plus spell. I agree. Yeah. Uh, the idea of casting this on a bear in the beginning and just having the bear saunter oh, over yeah. to your enemy's wizard is yeah. ridiculous uh and well, if they need mm-hmm. to you don't even have to do anything about uh like if if suddenly you need the bear the bear just goes somewhere else because they can go anywhere because they're invisible
0: yeah if you're uh, in a fight in the middle of the board you're just like oh okay i'll just reveal it and start fighting in the middle of the board or you keep yeah. walking over towards their wizard the guys with the treasure like it's
1: the the one thing about invisibility that is somewhat uh i guess I guess the one thing is you have to be touched, so it has to be close. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is that's actually really good is you cannot dispel this, which is a little bit weird to me because you
0: Maybe. can't see the guy. You have to use the special spells to deal with it. Yeah. Well, there's ones that cancel everything in an area, which are more usable. Yes. But. So there is
1: literally the spell is so strong, there is uh, a specific other school that has a spell just to counter invisibility.
0: Mhm. ridiculous yeah exactly i'm glad we, people haven't played with it in our campaigns that much <laughs> lately either just be very painful
1: yep i agree all right next one teleport so this is a tn10 this is self only so you can only cast this on the spellcaster um but this allows the spellcaster to move to any location within line of sight
0: So, what do you think about the spell? Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, I'm I'm just... I'm feeling like you have to be on your back foot before you cast this. So, I don't feel like this is helping you win. This is just helping you not not have something horrible happen. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I want... I like winning for my top-tier spells. But... Mm -hmm. And also, like, if you think about it, having, like, Leap lets your guy grab treasure, then you help pull him back. Whereas like running up with your wizard to get treasure and then trying to move away with him. You're that is so dangerous. I mean, good on you. If you manage to do this and then have enough extra activations to cast teleport. But that is, I don't know if that's a good game plan. So because you have I just
1: survive s- one round while picking it up to teleport away.
0: Yeah, exactly. I just, I just don't see good game plans that surround using teleport, mm-hmm. but I see uses for it. There could be really good. So I just, in the b category for me i agree i think yeah everything you
1: said i think it's b um yeah there's just not enough active ways to use it but it is a very strong like defensive spell right Mm -hmm. if someone's chasing you which often happens yeah uh like we said if some invisible monster is chasing you Mm -hmm. you can just teleport away which can be useful right yeah uh but and but you're not, you can try to use it offensively, but it's way too dangerous. Mm-hmm. I guess technically you could cast Invisibility, walk up, pick up the treasure, and then if you survive that one turn, teleport you away.
0: You'd reveal yourself when you pick up the treasure. You've got to pick up yeah. the treasure, then go invisible. That's a lot of you things.
1: That's the two casts. You have to. Yeah, you three, the, it's
0: too many casts. Oh, I yeah. got
1: it you use time store with
0: chronomancer (laughs) that's weird it's not allies yeah exactly anyway it's not working you need to you need to have written scroll didn't cast (laughs) write scroll Uh
1: Mm -hmm. time store use that cast yeah yeah okay it's not working
0: (laughs) that's a very that's a lot of your spells to go into doing this yeah and while you're not doing any other spells so but you know
1: all right That goes uh, to the last spell, Transpose. I think I've mentioned this is one of my favorite spells already. Um, This is a TN12, so as I guess said, spoilers. Uh, Line of Sight, uh, you choose two guys in Line of Sight, and both of those guys have to be within 12 inches of each other. They can be enemy, they can be friendly, they can be uncontrolled monsters. If they are enemy, they can make a will roll to resist it, in which case, you know, it's cancelled. But if they don't resist it, or you're only casting it on friendly or uncontrolled monsters, they switch spots. So, what do you think about the spell?
0: So, often the best... How this gets cast against me, because I'm I'm above taking this spell. Yes. Sure. Sure, I'm above that. You're running away with the treasure, and then... They transpose your guy, who is getting like so close to being with the treasure, with one of their guys, and now your guy with the treasure is on their side of the boat, like near all their dudes getting his ass beaten, and it's awful. It's just it's just enraging. (laughs) Like it happens over and over too. Like you think you have the treasure, pretty awesome, and then no, all that work you put in just reversed. Like any any spell that makes you incredibly angry when people cast against you obviously is good so do you want do you want to give the grade that that rage inducing spells are worth
1: yeah this is an s this yeah. is definitely an s this is uh this might be the strongest spell in the game in my opinion because mm-hmm. it's also so versatile so yeah. if you're just using it offensively it's actually very strong but you can also use it defensively mm-hmm. as in you have your fast moving guy move up grab the treasure and then swap it with another one of your guys. Let's say a knight. Suddenly uh-huh. your knight has yeah. moved 12 inches forward. And your your crappy thief has moved 12 inches back.
0: It sounds That's like you're being a nice guy. You're being a nice guy. You should just send a bear to them instead. You didn't even pay <laughs> for yes, that bear.
1: bear. Bear is faster. I'm saying knight because often knights like, uh, tread behind. Hmm. So when they get swapped, it's a huge... Uh, deal and uh, yeah it's it's pretty awesome so that is that by itself seems amazing and then on, on top of that you can do with enemies and then on top of that you can do it on uncontrolled creatures and for some reason mm-hmm. uncontrolled creatures just they just allow it
0: just don't all even the other spells
1: it. if you do it on uncontrolled creature they contest it hmm. transpose is the only one where they're like oh sure yeah, whatever. let's teleport it's so ridiculously good. This yeah. spell is broken. I feel like this is another one that needs a nerf. Like, the, the mm-hmm. quickest immediate nerf is at least uncontrolled creatures should be able to contest it.
0: Yeah, you can't just send the creatures over to your opponent.
1: Yeah, especially you can send the strongest uncontrolled creatures. Because oftentimes they have high willpower, so you won't be able to blink them. But for some reason, you can transpose a greater demon with, like, willpower 8... Yeah. Into the opponent's lines and you're just like, sure, this is pretty amazing. I actually used this uh in uh in the same game that I was uh using uh I don't know, something else. Uh and um Yeah, was, I don't know, it's just so good. I, I basically just kept on sending uh monsters to my enemy,
0: which mm-hmm. they killed. <laughs> yeah okay that's not so bad for them but yeah spell makes me anyways
1: <laughs> yeah well i didn't get to send any greater demons so mm-hmm. i don't know this the spell is ridiculous yeah it's kind of ridiculous
0: definitely it's very All ridiculous. Right. it's it's one where you you keep your eye on the prize and you just take the prize yeah
1: it's same kind of thing what it, it you could do every like any kind of movement things where mm-hmm. you're like oh you know what you know this board board state is terrible right i'll just transpose these guys and now suddenly it looks great right yeah it's so strong yeah oh it's really fun as well when you're playing uh in a three person game and then you transpose the one guy of one side Mm -hmm. with another guy of another side so they both are fighting opposite it's so fun it's so fun and it's so strong oh what a great spell and is great for escaping.
0: It's just it's just an amazing spell. Yeah, it's a little too great compared to other spells. I agree, I agree. All right, so that that concludes our our takes on the illusionist spells. There were a lot of A's in there, like a lot. Anyhow.
1: Yeah, and an S too.
0: Yeah. My God. Okay.
1: All right. So the next thing is the three uh, uh, aligned schools are sigilist. Soothsayer and thaumaturge. Yep. So, what is your loadout? What spells were you interested in on each of these?
0: So, for sigilists, the ones that really like came to mind were either absorb knowledge, because it's course, always good. It's out of game. Why not just get some free XP going on? I should probably actually pull this up. And the other was explosive rune. Because yeah. as you may have noticed from what all the illusionist spells, they don't really have a good shooting spell, but I mean they're good at moving around. So kind of the explosive mm-hmm. rune means you could get some hits in on people without having to actually target them directly. So those two were the ones I was leaning towards. What what were you like? What would you aim towards?
1: Uh, yeah, those two were good. Uh, I like those. I think push is always a strong spell. Yeah. Uh, especially if you have a lot of terrain uh, where People are on the second floor because that can be an instant kill spell too where you just push them into the air and they fall to the death
0: hmm.
1: um, and when you trans it's just overall you know a decent spell useful easy to cast uh, the other one is right scroll because this is another one that is always useful it's out of game and it can allow you to use uh, spells that are uh, not that you're not really good at right in the game. Yeah. right so you know like you can write a scroll of uh let's say like something like, like we talked talking about the chronomancer one right mm-hmm. if you want to take take that you could instead of trying to cast it well uh hard hard cast it you take uh uh right scroll and if you fail then you auto cast mm-hmm. it which is you know great
0: yeah so it lets you build strong, it lets you build strong, things yeah. it lets you build things that would normally you would think were impossible Yeah, I might almost agree with you on that, which then, like, then you can almost take any, it changes all your other possible choices if you take right scroll, so.
1: Right scroll, and then you could even take strike dead, which is generally terrible because it's TN 18. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're taking it, you need to take right scroll, or, because otherwise you need, like, 10 levels to make strike dead useful. Yeah. Anyways uh all right so those are all the ones for sigilist how about soothsayer what are the spells you thought about
0: So soothsayer has some decent ones they're also dirty like mind control because who cares if it's out of fact out of school for having your tn 12 plus 2 you want to roll high to win on this that's
1: true and tn 12 plus 2 is actually not too bad to cast right yeah, you're probably going to reduce it a couple, maybe it's so so, but that still makes a very, very decent spell to cast for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean your opponent's going to think you're really dirty when you do that. It's just kind of <laughs> gross. The other is reveal se- The other, like staying along my thought process of keep your eye on the prize, yeah. is reveal secret, uh-huh. because yep. I'm just feeling like you're going to get a lot of treasure because you're just so efficient at taking treasure in certain builds. That when you've got Mm -hmm. that treasure, well, I mean, you're gonna get a treasure, which is all that really matters. But now the Uh treasure that you get, you get two rolls on it, and now it's now you're gonna have a really nice treasure. So Fair enough. I don't that's it's out of game, so yet again, you don't have to like there's so many good spells you want to be casting in the middle of the game as the illusionist. So like anything you can do out of game with an illusionist, I feel is just money.
1: Fair enough.
0: Any ones you add?
1: Yes, Wizard Eye. Wizard Eye is really strong. And the reason why, well, it's because you don't use Transpose. When you get Transpose, so here's the thing with Transpose. Mm -hmm. You need to not only see one guy, you need to see both guys at the same time to hit Transpose. And so Wizard Eye can really help you with those two, seeing those two things at the same time to Mm -hmm. cast your amazing Transposes. So to me, this is one of those things for combos that is really strong, uh, specifically for transpose. Now it does take, you know, that extra setup, but to me, great spell.
0: Yeah. Okay. If you want to go heavy on the transpose, that's the way to go. I usually Which think is what of, I
1: do, it's the strongest spell in the game, and it's so fun.
0: I usually think Wizard Eye is more like someone, a caster that wants to be doing a lot of shooting spells. And you just want to hide behind your wall, no, no. whereas the illusionist doesn't really like do as many of the shooting spells, except that that transposing BS.
1: Yep. Or okay. you can do teleport. Huh. So you can you can uh, teleport behind walls if you have a wizard eye. Yeah, I
0: guess. I guess.
1: Yep. All, All right. right. And you can also, well, yeah, anyways, it's it's just a great spell, support spell. Mhm. All right, the last one is thomaturge.
0: All right. So the ones that came to mind for me were blinding light, because you also yeah. don't. We haven't talked about a good shooting spell here yet, but blinding light's at mm-hmm. least gonna like they're not gonna die, but they're gonna have like they're not gonna be shooting back at you if you succeed, and they're. Mm-hmm. They're not even able to... Oh, well, the fight's down to zero. And the move is yep. like nothing. So they're probably not going to be One. fighting you. So it effectively takes them out of action without killing yes. them. So I'm feeling it's like this might... a great
1: thing to follow up with transposes. Sometimes transposes oh, gets you out. And then, uh-huh. yeah, man. Everything yeah. is about transpose.
0: Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> so you can move the guys around, like switch it yeah. up. And sometimes you might want to... When you do that, maybe you, you might end up biting off more than you can chew just blind and light that guy and then run off great
0: spell mm, I feel like you're flying by this, your pants here the other one that came to me actually no,
1: transpose everything supporting transpose and you'll be fine because transpose is just a, such a strong spell
0: I'm not going to adjust my build to make take this thing <laughs> that makes spells more difficult to cast I definitely wouldn't do that anyhow the uh-huh. other one that came to mind though is shield Which okay. hear, hear me out here is because you're going to want to try and send soldiers across the board of them, possibly invisible ones or that, and because you want to just get some buffs going on your guys before they start going out, Mm -hmm. shield seems like a good way if you're taking your man-at-arms, you're taking your knights, possibly making them invisible, possibly transposing them into enemies. If you've got an even buffer version that can take less damage, I see that working nicely with your transpose and your visibility.
1: Is, shield is always a, a good spell. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two, I guess, the other ones are just like always good. Dispel, always useful, always yep. good.
0: Yep.
1: It's like you're never going to have a bad, you're never going to be sad that you have Dispel in your back pocket because sometimes it will just win you a game or or, or or not win you a game, stop you from losing a game. Yep. <laughs> like if someone mind controlled your most important guy, mm-hmm. right? Dispel that stuff. Um, and oh, then the yeah. other one, obviously, is heal, just because heal and is again a spell you you never are sad for having, especially at TN10. Mm-hmm. So you're casting it relatively easily. You can heal yourself when you try to really, when you you fail the spell last time, and let's say you you cut yourself for three or four, then you can follow up that with heal and uh, still not die to a swift breeze.
0: Okay, yeah. I don't know. I think you might be getting me on this Dispel one. Okay. The other ones are and okay. And then the last like...
1: one... Uh, this one is only specifically because of uh, the campaign we're going to play. I think I'm actually going to end up taking Circle of Protection. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, which allows you to cage in demons and undead in a, in a circle that mm-hmm. goes away on a one to three... And the reason is because we're gonna play one with a lot of demons, and I think it'd just be cool. Neat. I might, okay. I might not end up taking it. We'll see.
0: Okay. It's
1: a, it's a way to All go. All right.
0: So from the four, four aligned schools or four neutral schools. Uh, sorry.
1: Yeah, four neutral schools. Mm-hmm. Uh. So I guess I'll go first this time. Sure. So fog is obviously always good. Oh, control we and it? not control. Mm-hmm. Fog, Do you want to start it,
0: with yeah, Chronomancer? Yeah. Do we want to go alphabetical or not?
1: Nah, I'll just go through nah, sure. all of them. So, for me, Fog is always good. It stops people from you know casting spells at you. If you're not taking Beauty, then this because it's just an always it's just always useful, right? Uh, wall is somewhat useful. Uh, it's a little bit harder to cast. So, uh, but especially if you're doing transposed shenanigans. Uh, wall is really good to then cut people off,
0: mm, your apprentice so you can run someone after. to a
1: weird mm-hmm. spot, and then you can uh, transpose them, and then your apprentice can wall them off. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the other one that I really like though uh, uh, are ray zombie because just more guys, more better. This is, this is the thing where like, you know, if if an illusionary soldier having an extra guy is good. Why um, not two extra guys?
0: Yeah, that was one of mine for sure.
1: More transposed targets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the last one, which is probably also one I'm gonna end up taking, uh, is curse because mm. it's T N eight. And yeah. can you guess why? So you don't when you cast that on a guy, it mm-hmm. auto goes off and it gives them minus two to their willpower rolls. So can you guess why I think I want curse?
0: I mean, you, you could quadruple down on transposing, but quadrupling yes, down is it's, really... It's, it's sure. definitely quadrupling sure. down on transposing. You know what? You know what I, 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 I was going to encourage you to run 20 kilometers a day, so definitely quadruple down. That, <laughs> definitely quadruple down with your build. So <laughs> yep. Don't be balanced about right. your approach. All right, how about you? So I went a totally different direction. For, sure. So the four ones I thought were sort of tops were out of Chronomancer... I really like the idea mm-hmm. of Fleet Feet, because you make a guy invisible and Fleet Feeted, their problems are going to happen so much earlier. And the same thing, just about having like the Fool's Gold, where they drop the gold, mm-hmm. you rush over even faster, just grab it, and snatch it, and run away. Like You don't need to be fighting, because sure. your guy just runs off with it. So Fleet Feet stood out to me. From the Enchanter, you want... You want to buff your guys to fight because we're not apparently from our spells we're not shooting people dead here. So strength oh. is also one of those things you get set up before you start mixing it up. So I like. Oh, uh,
1: I see. So this is this is all going into your game plan of making a bear strong and invisible and just killing their wizard.
0: Oh, you got to the fourth one. Yeah, <laughs> animal companion. Yes, you nailed this.
1: <laughs> great. No, that's a great great idea. Uh-huh. Stre- strength a bear and then send it out to uh, kill their, their wizard
0: yeah I mean you could raise the zombie but you'd, you'd rather get the bear for this purpose so
1: sure alright with that uh, let's go through uh, what build I am probably going to do mm-hmm. right so, so a couple of things so th- there's one that I wanted to mention before I go for my actual build yep. um, that's the glow build so with glow uh generally you probably still want to take transpose because it's amazing (laughs) but you probably want wall and dispel and then mind control is is my opinion and um just mind control just because it's it's generally more um useful uh it's like just just yeah, and then you probably want beauty so that you don't get killed. So you so you can cast your glow. Then you have mind control, so you're taking guys off the board mm-hmm. uh, that might attack you. And then you just, all of your guys should just be shooting guys. And you even take, mm-hmm. uh, generally they suck, but javeliniers, and you fill that out. But that's not the list I'm taking. I'm okay. taking just all of the strongest spells. Not yeah. all of them, because there's too many strongest spells. <laughs> so obviously I'm taking Transpose yep uh then I'm going to take Illusionary soldier and i'm gonna take fool's gold hmm okay uh, I thought about you know there's there's arguments to take beauty uh which might synergize more with going all in into transpose but just fool's gold is i feel like it's gonna be more fun yeah so this is a little bit more about you know changing things up to ha- to be more fun than necessarily the strongest all in transpose guy
0: okay, you uh, can you can do the most changing around of the board state you're like oh this guy had the treasure no yes. it doesn't anymore this guy had a treasure he's over there exactly. no nope, he's over here now you just change the board state yeah
1: yep um and so because of that uh i'm going to take wizard eye to help keep my uh my uh, wizard safe and also to get weird angles on transpose which is often fun
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: i am going to take uh, explosive rune as yep. a defensive thing. So generally, I'm going to do shenanigans, but sometimes you do need some magical power for, especially against um, like undead race and things like that that show up randomly, right? Oh, so I, I thought,
0: that, so. Explosive runes will be used for that. I thought you were just going to transpose the guy into the explosive rune. You can do that for sure.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, it doesn't necessarily fully work because you. You have, you need to cast your explosive rune on someone who's already within one inch, and if you don't succeed on your transpose, the guy that is next to that rune is effed.
0: Yeah, but only the enemies set them off. So really, I thought
1: everyone sets them off.
0: I was reading it before in the process of writing this,
1: and it uh, appears that oh my god, I've been, I literally this is one of the spells I played a sigilist on our last yep. campaign, mm-hmm. and I always thought. I triggered
0: them. Well, that's okay. I just read it now for this podcast, so there you go.
1: Oh my that's, God! Amazing. Just, uh-huh.
0: well, uh huh. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of words here. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's even stronger than I thought. So yeah, if, if any um, character
0: or creature when was we not get hard to raiding
1: explosive rune, uh, I'll tell you what I think. I think this is also an amazing spell. Oh, yeah. okay then. It used to be right next to you, so it would explode on you if they ran mm-hmm. into it. Yep. So now that it, it they just removed that, it's just it's so good.
0: Yeah, now you really Anyways, want... Anyway, trans-
1: it's not about Sigilists. Not about oh, it, Sigilists.
0: It's about transposing people into explosive runes. It's
1: about transposing people into explosive runes. Amazing. I will be doing that. Uh, the next thing is Blinding Light. Uh, mostly about slowing people down. Yeah. So again, transposing, doing all this kind of weird stuff, and then slowing them down with Blinding Light and stopping mm-hmm. them. Uh, a... I do like the idea of making them drop the gold and then blinding them so they can't pick it up again. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And then uh, for my two spells, I'm going to take Raise Zombie. Again, more guys and more Transpose targets. And then uh, Curse. Mm Because I'm all in on... Fools Golding, Transposing, and uh, blinding, light be- li- blinding Lighting People.
0: Okay. And We're it's lost. an easy spell cast. Eight. So it goes up to 12. You've got a lot of stuff to do in- in-game. A lot of stuff. Work to do.
1: <clears throat> so the the problem will be too many spells probably where, where, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have all these spells and, mm-hmm. like, it'll just all be like, oh, this is on my sheet. I could cast those, but I'm just going to cast Transpose again. <laughs> yep. We'll find out. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh that's 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 actually what I'm gonna run. It's it's this is a very different build than uh the last time I ran
0: uh ran it, but you know, should be fun. Mm-hmm. How about All you? right. How would I build this? Obviously I'm nowhere near about to build an illusionist. But I also sort of ditched Beauty, even though like I've taken it before with other Wizards. But I guess it's actually a good non-aligned one, because it's easy to roll high. So yeah. I then went with all the A's and S's after that, and downgrade to no Illusionary Soldier. Sure. Just go Fool's Gold, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Invisibility, Transpose. Sure. And then from there, strong. I would actually... For the sigilist, go with absorb knowledge because <clears throat> like I said, keep your eye on the prize, okay. just get that XP just boom right there. Sure. Th- less work to do in the game as well. Sure. Then over to soothsayer, I would go with mind control because we're just here to induce rage in our opponents <laughs> as an illusionist sure. apparently. <laughs> yeah. You also t- you said you were going to take that too, right? Uh I decided no?
1: no, I I took wizard eye. Oh,
0: okay. Yep. I took right. I would
1: take uh,
0: mind control
1: with if I was going to use glow.
0: Mm, Let's see. All right. And then over to Thaumaturge, you convinced me I actually want Dispel, because if your opponent sets something up, like their own mind control, or just like walls where you absolutely can't have them, or I've I've taken Dispel before, and it's just like fixed some serious problems. So you convinced me to take Dispel. And then you already guessed what I would do for (laughs) building the missile, is Uh go with the Witch... Get that animal, comp- take the animal companion. But the bear. Get her, roll up the bear, and then go with the enchanter spell of strength. Because uh-huh. even if it's not the bear you're going to put strength on, like yeah. somebody else, you might want to swap. You might want to do a swap with some guy who's even stronger so he can fight his way through a whole bunch of dudes once he's swapped further up the board. Mm -hmm. or and just like your whole goal of like fool's gold as well you run over with some guy who's good at fighting start punching the dude maybe you don't kill him but you just pull the treasure off so you can send like crummier guys rather than a whole bunch of guys to do the fighting in the front yep so that is that would be my build
1: sure all right so now for companions so starting guys Mm -hmm. uh sorry uh soldiers uh i probably because you have transpose and all these w- cool like moving things uh i would take a templar just because i think templars are generally better than knights for
0: special but i would
1: make an illusionary soldier knight yeah mm-hmm. or uh, I'd, I'd either do an illusionary soldier knight or treasure hunter so I, but i would generally do uh, a templar uh and then uh Probably a barbarian, just because he moves quickly. So again, for transposing, but also hitting hard, mm-hmm. and then just an archer as your last thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Is probably. That right?
1: Po- was that too many specialists? I don't know. That's too many. That's too many. Too much gold. It would have to be a treasure hunter. Mm-hmm. I messed up. It's a treasure hunter, uh, treasure hunter, uh, archer, and uh, a templar. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I would probably go for more just like... Uh, so half-fast half, half fast guys, half-tough guys. I'd probably possibly even go almost all... Um, probably at the very end, ranger, treasure hunter, templar, knight. Is probably what I would end up doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Alright, how yeah, about you? I think I'd want to start off fast with a, some fast guys, and obviously the templar. Because uh-huh. the uh-huh. templar is just I don't know. Templars just good. Templars and, stre- and with strength as well. Like, you have a two-handed weapon and you have strength. Seems good. And then the other is it's- for the other specialist, probably a tracker. No, the re- probably a tracker because I'm running out of money here. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I only feel like paying 100. And I want that speed 7 to just rush up the uh-huh. board and grab stuff. And then after that, a man-at-arms? Because i I feel like I want my guy instead of going infantry I want to be more durable because we're mm-hmm. we're working a lot here at just tying people up. So yeah, and then you want to
1: move them around and trick them and stuff like that to yeah. actually win it out. Mm-hmm. So, For sure. so those
0: those be my starting picks, and then later on I just have bears. Like, pff, cares what bears, Chris <laughs> bears. It's just bears later.
1: Well, bears and Templars, right? So you have like three guys that you can turn invisible and just start firing them at your at the opponent's wizard. All right. Uh, so, uh, any other kind of things that you have to be worried about? I guess the only thing is True Sight from a Soothsayer yeah. for the invisibility thing, where it kind of just cancels everything within six inches. Mm-hmm. So you can't necessarily do your bare... You, the invisibility still works, right? You just can't sidle up right next to the wizard. Uh, so I guess then the question is... Uh, with all those things, is there any other things that you probably need to be worried about when you're taking
0: an illusionist? I think if you play on a more open board with less terrain, somebody who takes a better mm-hmm. shooting list with, like, the elemental ball and a bunch of, like, marksmen, if, if you have mm-hmm. an open board and you got your your group doesn't have that much yeah, terrain, right. you couldn't. That's be why,
1: what glow-and-beauty version is for. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. yeah. Transpose is for heavy... Transpose is for heavy terrain. Mm-hmm. That's why I want. I need the Wizard Eye to get weird angles. But uh, if you do, if you play on open terrain, the Glow Beauty version of Illusionist, very strong. Yep. It's kind of one note though. I feel like it's going to be more boring. Mm-hmm. Although you still have Transpose, right? Glow Beauty, Transpose, yeah, <laughs> or trans- whatever one, Invisibility or something.
0: I'm trying so, to think of other weaknesses but I'm like, mmm, I am like i do not know. It's not really dude. It's
1: so strong. This is so strong. So overall mm. then, uh once we get to the overall rating of the Illusionist. How do you rate the Illusionist?
0: Well, we're we're not I just like I just said that I'm not worried about other matchups really. Yeah. Everything was just there's so many good well no, yep. the main The main plan is just so good. It has an S tier spells. It has like extra A tier spells.
1: And then it also gets access to other like strong spells like mind control. Although it doesn't have fireball and some other things. But yeah. Yeah. I think this might be... This might be an S.
0: Yeah, so far... In my heart
1: right now I'm feeling like it's an S. So there is some weakness that it it supports schools. Like, there... They're not the strongest mm-hmm. uh, at, for supporting, but they have a couple of decent spells that make it u- make them useful. So, like again, when you're just doing it, you know, when you're just creating your warband, right? You're mostly looking to gain all of the illusionist spells when you get new books, right? But your 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 support schools still have enough spells that they're helpful to you in general, right? That you can fill out your full full wizard. So I do think. Um,
0: yeah, well, I think this might be one of the strongest schools. Well, yeah, because like if every other, all when I was aiming for no taking weaknesses. yeah, like the other out of school spells, I'm like, no, I just want out of game spells for my <laughs> for my other schools because there's so much, yes. so many times you just have to be casting these main yeah. good spells. Yeah. So I, I don't know, I think it's an I think it's an S as well, just for that reason. You're like, no, I don't even need more spells. Yeah. The illusionist spells will carry me.
1: That's true. Uh, so we will see uh, when we go through everything else.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: this might end up being the strongest uh, school, in our opinion, in the game. Um, especially if you get end up picking up more of those high A-tier spells in the Illusionists roster. Like, there's only one spell that I would be sad to get is Blink. Yep. <laughs> so, and... and but uh yeah so
0: um well it's just I, yeah I guess. your spells are so good at getting treasure like as i said at the beginning keep your eye on the prize like your eight tier yep. spells and, yep. surviving. and surviving and surviving you have beauty
1: yeah. and illusionary soldier and invisibility and teleport all of those except for beauty are good at more than that more than just surviving right <laughs> They're good at... They have other utility, plus they'll also help you survive. So it's just just a strong school overall. Yeah, we'll
0: have to see if anyone... We've gone... This is only the fourth school. Up there. But we'll see if anyone reaches this Unless uh,
1: there's, there's ten schools. Eventually we would have got to the th- thing we
0: thought was the strongest. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. Like, we'll have to see if we come up with some better build. It's just like, oh yeah, if you pull this combo, yeah. you'll crush anyone. But... This doesn't rely on a combo. This is
1: just this is just so versatile. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It can t- take on everything, and it's very strong on its versatility. So this is what I was saying before. Well, oftentimes they've made illusionists. Other games make illusionists like too weak because they're all about like warping people's minds and things like this. But with the change of second edition, first of all, warping people's minds is a lot stronger in uh, in Frostgrave now. Uh, and then on top of that, there's all of this movement shenanigans that the illusionist does that makes it, and it feels like illusory, right? So it's just great version of a, an illusionary wizard and illusionary magic uh, that uh, also might be the strongest uh, mm-hmm. type of spells in the game, which is crazy when you're comparing them to the outright power of Fireball. You just kind of assume Fireball's going to be up there, but...
0: Yeah, I kind of worry my warband will get its ass kicked over and over, but I'm gonna get a lot of treasure <laughs> out of it. Like that's how I see this going.
1: That's 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 the entire thing of the what the 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 version that you're doing, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I might lose the first five games, but I will end up having more treasure than you somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, that is the illusory, uh, illusory, illusionist for uh, Frostgrave. Uh, if you have any questions about The Illusionist, or you disagree with us, or you want to just agree with us and talk and wax poetic about how great The Illusionist is in Frostgrave, give us a shout at uh, contact at
0: diceovereverything.com. Or find us on Facebook, we're Dice Over Everything. This has been Alan. This has been Brandon. Bye.